Well, let's do this, people. Good morning. Good morning. It's Pen of Talk with host Diana Prince. It is <clears throat> approaching for 4.30 a.m., so looks like I'm kind of back on track here. I woke up not feeling the best physically, but, you know, I'm sort of used to it. So, anyways, I must press on with passion and motivation and inspiration. So here we go with another episode that isn't necessarily covering the most pleasant or positive topic. You know, if you didn't know me and or and or you have never worked with me, I think that you could really listen to my episodes and say, wow, you know, this girl is a smart cookie. She knows what she's talking about, she's researched what she's talking about, and she doesn't just focus on her emotions or other people's emotions or emotions. I realize that because of actions, because of the things that we all do, negative or positive, there's going to be a negative or positive reaction, and all of that has to do with emotions. I mean, personal taste, why we make the decisions that we do, why we work with the people that we work with, why we wear the things that we wear, why we choose the things that we choose to spend our money on. Everything comes down to taste and personality and all that has to do with emotions, including reacting um, from something that you love or something that you hate. You know, the reaction is based upon your emotions, but the actual, you know, before you even act, there was something that was done. So those things are facts. So I like to just concentrate on all of it. Facts and, you know, emotions. I just cannot sit and dwell and deal with emotions solely. And obviously, you know, emotions have everything to do with being passionate, like I'm passionate about what I do and my career and all aspects of it. I'm passionate about, you know, my work with others. So that stems from it, but, and it's, it does obviously come from emotion, but I really like to deal with the facts and just take everything apart and look at it from an intellectual point of view, from every aspect that I can and that's always always based upon research not usually it's always based upon research um, and knowledge knowledge of what's going on knowledge of the person that I'm working working with knowledge of reality you know and facts because emotions just do not erase and void out things in business because of emotions they just don't you know I, I want to say on a side note I really have been disappointed with the fact that communication is supposed to be so important and so is um, you know signing contracts the release forms why people feel the need to have them I, I've just just grown disappointed in the effectiveness of both of those things because, you know, I used to say on my podcast all the time, there is a recipe with key ingredients 
for success, to produce positive results with, when working with someone. And research, communication, organization, and level of commitment. The thing is, both people or every single person involved has to be thinking that same way. They have to have that same outlook. They have to think that those things are very important because you can believe in communication. You can believe in research. You can believe in being organized and prepared. And you can believe in being dedicated and following through and being passionate about what you do and how you can see the difference when someone's doing something and they're not passionate. None of those things are going to matter if the person you're working with doesn't value those things, period. You know, both of you have to see those things as being important. And it's just really discouraging sometimes when I think about, it's just like, what's the point of having a release form when people don't read it? and then sign it or people skim through it and don't and then they sign it or people read it sign it they know the terms they've been aware in several ways they were made aware blogs podcasts links directly given to them um and they sign something and then yet they ignore it they forget and they ignore. I just, I think that that's based upon emotions. Ignoring something, feeling like, oh, it doesn't apply to me, or it doesn't apply to me anymore. Well, read the terms of the contract. Does it say that after a certain amount of time, you're going to own the rights to the images that are of you? No, it doesn't. Does it say after time that it's okay to post pictures and not list credit? No, it doesn't. You know, does it say after a certain amount of time that you can alter images that you don't own? No, it doesn't. I mean, someone walked away from me at the end of last year, owing me money, the beginning of this year, owing me money, and yet is still posting, using, and has a page filled with nothing but my work and yet a year later no obligation a year later they signed a contract a year later I still haven't been paid and this is what I mean about people walking a day in my shoes almost a year ago I went to someone and told them you're posting low resolution images I've provided you with high resolution images you're destroying my work, our work. Everything that was high quality in that image is now low quality because the image is so pixelated, it's so fuzzy, it's so unclear that my work is being destroyed. You are damaging and tarnishing my brand, whether you care about yours or not. And believe me, your fans are not going to be like, wow, that's a really low resolution picture. Come on. Just like if you wear something that's unflattering, your fan is, your true fans are not going to tell you that. So you can't go, please do not go off of that. And it's the same thing with your spouse. I went 
over this on a podcast the other day. It's the same thing with your spouses. They're not going to tell you something doesn't look right on you or that you need further training with makeup or that you need further training with your skills. They're not going to do that. But what I'm saying is that time does not void my release forms that I have. It does not have a time limit on photography copyrights and altering images. It does not have, well, back to the story, and then I'll get back to that. Um, I went to them specifically, and bottom line, long story short, said stop posting that image in that way. It looks horrible. If the only way you can post high-resolution images is on your laptop, then once a day, get on your laptop and do it. Or have somebody who is an administrator or a content creator of your page that knows how to save images in high resolution. My phone is connected to Dropbox. My laptop is connected to Dropbox. I provide high resolution images that are crystal clear to all of my clients and so do the photographers that have photographed my clients. So however you have to get it done, get it done because you're posting low resolution. And I even, and I mean to the point where it's, it looks really bad on a cell phone screen. So imagine how horrible that image looks on a PC screen or a tablet or a laptop screen. It's going to look absolutely disgusting. It's going to be horrible. And everything that we loved, your makeup, your hair, your wardrobe, the set, everything that we loved about it is now low quality because it's extremely low resolution. It's just, it's no different than having high quality styling, fabulous clothing, excellent facial expressions and poses, and then the image be low quality. If the image, the photography quality is low, everything in the picture decreases in its quality. So it's the same thing when you have a picture that was crystal clear and was given, capital letters, given to you in high resolution and you decided, okay, well, I'm going to post it like this. Now, whether you were aware that it looks like that or whether you care, I've made you aware. I've made it crystal clear that I care. I care. And I even showed examples. This is what I see. Do you see this? This is side by side of what the original image looks like versus the image that you're posting. Do you see the dramatic difference? So therefore, you have altered the image and you don't own the rights to that. And there are just so many other things. Somebody recently told me they weren't going to be using um, any images that I've taken of them, which is... <laughs> 90% of the images, professional images that they've ever taken in their life. I mean, yeah, pretty much. Uh, as far as pennant modeling, yes, 90%. If you want to say 80, then say 80%. 100% of the shoots were all set up through me, by me, all my styling, and the majority of the time, 90, over 90% of the time, my clothing. So I was informed. They weren't going to be posting any using, I think they said posting using 
any of the images that I took of them on social media anymore. Okay. Well, a couple days later, lo and behold, even though we are blocked from each other on Facebook, I can still see their profile picture in my messages. I'm scrolling down my messages to message someone. I happen to see that little teeny, teeny, tiny picture. I can screenshot it right now. It's an image that I took. And by the way, it was altered. There was Photoshop added to it. So not only are we telling lies now, which I don't know if I I really am trying to understand if that was designed to hurt me. You're not going to be using any of my, what am I going to do? I have photographers out there that are still back in the gold, the, 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 the stone age, not the golden age, the stone age, and where they just post pictures and say, taking, taking bookings now, or book your appointment now. They give no credit to the model at all, no credit to the stylist, no credit to anyone, just taking bookings now. I'm not happy with seeing my picture there without being credited. I don't own the rights though. I'm not happy when I worked my butt off to produce a photo shoot with someone and I don't receive a single image. Now this is few and far between and I thank the Lord for that. But what can I do? I don't own the images. Especially if you're doing trade. You know, it's not like I can say I paid him and I got nothing. Even if you pay you still don't own the images unless the person who owns them, which is the person who takes them, gives you the copyrights in writing. You don't even need a release. So it's like, I'm not happy with that. (laughs) I'm not happy with uh, photographers that we spend so much time planning. I know I did and preparation and styling. And then I end up with images that I absolutely hate that are not clear, that are not in focus, where there's so many flaws, even in the image, that were not edited. And it's like, wow, I feel like I totally wasted my time. I have to do that photo shoot all over again. Like, that is when I'm really not happy at all. I'm extremely upset. And again, that's few and far between, and I feel blessed. You know, I'm not happy when I, you know, there's so many things it's like, okay, but you don't own the images, and why, why are we going to the line? Did you, it was like, is that supposed to hurt me? Because it doesn't hurt me. <laughs> and as far as, like, theoretically, hypothetically, if it hurt me, if it was designed to hurt me by telling me that, and it does hurt me, then I guess I'm supposed to feel better to see that they're still using and posting the pictures, thinking that I don't see them. Oh my goodness. You know, and then you're altering an image that you don't own. And it's your profile picture of all pictures. It's not tucked in, (coughs) excuse me, or within like pictures from a year ago. No, I'm going to use this now just blatantly tell a lie. So this is what I mean. This is exactly, these are examples of, and I can give you more, believe me, um, of what I go through and 
the things that I have been through. And these are examples, small examples of why I, I ended my academy. I, I eliminated it. It's, it's a done deal. It's been something that I've been planning for. It's been something that um, I've prayed for <laughs> because it's just so much stress. And it's something that I really wanted to be wise about as far as going head on and full force in fashion and leaving my pinup academy behind. Now see with my master course it's like okay I was thinking to myself before this podcast like okay what does my, my master course means course means school academy means school so how is it going to be any different? Well it's going to be completely different because the people that are going to be coming to me are undoubtedly going to be amateur pinups and people who've never done pinup in their life or people who want to expand their knowledge and skills and their worth um, in pinup. Undoubtedly, I, I don't expect people who are top professional pinups to buy my course and take my course. I just like I didn't I don't expect any of them to come for me to come to me for styling or to set up shoots. It's just it's a rarity. So, you know, yes, because I love teaching, I love styling and being able to show what I can do. I love the praise that I get from my clients and from my fans and people who love my work and show the support. So I'm always going to be wanting to give knowledge because I love gaining knowledge and I love developing skills. I love improving on skills that I feel like I've developed, but I want to take it to the next level. I love succeeding at goals. I love being able to have the knowledge right in front of me where I can just research until I pass out, you know? Um, and I know there's other people across the world that want and feel the same way as I do. So I'm always going to want to teach. And I know what it's like to not have the resources within your city or state, not have the money to travel, or for there to be a pinup class, one class, and it's once a month, or it's once every couple of months, or it's, you know, I mean, I understand about not having the resources available, not having the time, or your time to do things like that don't coincide with when those classes are being held or financially not being able to afford to learn, um, you know, to go to a workshop that's several hundred dollars and when it's over, it's over. You're done. You, you don't have any, you know, um, like periodicals. You don't have any things to, 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 you know, all that information is not in typed up form for you or online for you to go back to and as a reference and just to brush up on something when you want to look back. So that's how my um, master, pinup master course is going to be different because people are specifically obviously going to be interested in learning when they pay for my course and take my course. And I'm excited to, to provide that. I've been producing my pinup master course for 
over a year. And, uh, you know, I had to take a breath on that because, I, I, you know, I'm not even going to get into that right now. I'm really not. But anyway, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, anyways, I'm very, very excited to wrap up production as far as the first course that I'll be offering and to get it out there. And it's really completely different than my pinup academy because at my pinup academy, I catering to the public and these are people who are local within my city that come to me. And like I said, the majority of them have no interest in learning. And I feel like I can be confident and honest when I make that statement because I've seen it time after time, client after client. So it's like, okay. And just like I was explaining to my model the day before yesterday, or was it, it was yesterday. I said, you know, there's a difference in having someone come to me to get their hair done and to get some pictures. And then that's it versus someone who has goals and pinup versus someone who has made me their personal stylist and versus somebody who is representing my company and somebody who I am managing their pinup career. There is a huge difference in all of that versus a client that comes to me once a year or once every couple of months to get their hair done and take pictures. Humongous difference. Humongous difference. There are other contracts involved. There are other rules. There are other obligations on both ends, many other obligations. And that's why I take production so seriously because, you know, I'm not trying to get involved in something where I'm putting my passion, my blood, sweat, tears, money, time, and then boom, oh, all of a sudden this isn't happening? Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. I don't think so. And tell me, you know, (coughs) what is new? What just happened that's new? I mean, all of these excuses, all of these things, and it's like, but these are all the things that have applied for so long. They didn't just start. They didn't just begin. And neither does the production that I spent all this time doing and putting my heart into. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, Because, again, business is business. But, you know, people have never walked a day in my shoes, and... I just think about ending my academy and how amazing it is, how how it's been feeling for it to just be gone, not be dealing with a, an abundance of amateur pinups that are coming to me. And it says pinup academy, and yet nobody's coming to learn, practically no one. And then, you know, everybody, they, they want exceptions, they want this they want oh well I should be getting paid you should be getting paid you've never done pen up a day in your life well I used to be paid as a model okay that was fashion that was modern and that was years ago what does that have to do with right now and pen up you have no knowledge you have no skills and it's the same thing with people who don't don't show support you know it's just like these are all negative vibes that I'm getting and there's just so much of it you know there's there's people who are who are habitually late like every single shoot that they ever attended and they attended 
several, many, numerous, countless, and they were late every single time. And it's like, okay, well, do you eliminate them? Or do you do what you do with people that are in your personal life and you just accept them for that and just always know that they're going to be late? So I chose to eliminate people like that because I can't take it having photographers wait. Um, Yes, this has happened to me once in a blue moon where I was late and it caused an issue. And I had so many other models with me as well while I was late. I don't know if that's a good excuse or not, but, you know, I I don't want to blame it on them. But when people are late and people are not ready when we're all ready and we have to wait on certain people, yeah, it causes problems. But that's my responsibility. But that's few and far between. I mean, if it's all the time, no. I can't have photographers waiting and you're late. I can't have you showing up late every single time acting like it's nothing. And no, actually, I don't have the time to run late because you were late and have the shoot end later than planned. And no, I don't think it's fair for other models to be sitting around waiting or the course of events and the order of things that were pre-planned and pre-scheduled are now totally altered because you were late because one person. I, I consider that a problem. I don't like that. If somebody's habitually doing this, Yes, it's going to cause a problem. Paying late all the time. Showing up late all the time. Getting to your messages late all the time. I mean, I'm just so glad that I'm not doing any of that anymore, you guys. Seriously. I I kept telling myself how much time and energy and focus I was spending on my academy and clients that were like that. And, like, it was like, I could actually be using all of this time, energy, focus, and passion, et cetera, et cetera, on other things and be happier and be making the same amount, maybe even more. And so that's why I started school. That's why I continued my education after graduating from a a major fashion school, to me, a major fashion school. That's why I'm still enrolled in school now. You know, that's why I have eliminated my academy. So I can go full force with being a fashion blogger, a fashion influencer, social media influencer, clothing model. Because it takes so much of my time. And obviously, I have an abundance of clothes being sent to me. And I'm able to make an income every month off of that and it is a lot of work believe it when you're the stylist wardrobe stylist hairstylist makeup stylist you know creative director the person that sets up the sets the cameraman the assistant the editor the photographer yeah it's a lot of work (laughs) when you when you take on all of those roles especially spokesmodel doing things like representing a company, doing videos, demo videos, product review videos. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of work, especially, like I said, if you're, if you're doing the filming, the setting up, all of your own styling, it's, it's work. So yes, you know, I'm getting paid, but it is work. But at the same time, it's positive work 
I never have a negative experience with myself, knock on wood, um, when I'm shooting. I don't have negative experiences with my small, elite, and very special team of photographers that I work with throughout the year. Never. Never. Never any problems. Um, and never anything we could never work through. Obviously, because it's been years. So, I don't know. Listen, to make this full circle, um, to the bottle that said to me in such a sophomoric tone, and what I mean by tone, this was in an an email. So, you see, I still get the tone over the words, um, but the the sophomoric phrase, um, who asked you to look or no one asked you to look. I want to comment on that right now. I want to give you my thoughts on that. I could use all of these. uh, I could use profanity, blah, blah, blah. Not going to do it. Um, Who asked me to look? You work with somebody. You're still posting the images of your work with them. They're going to look, period. Bottom line. You got a public page. People are going to look, period. Bottom line, if 90%, if 80%, if 50% of everything that you've ever posted on that page and everything that you are continuing to post or you haven't posted anything recently and everything on your page is of my work with you, whether it be my styling on your hair and my wardrobe, and my photography, meaning I own the images, or if it's just of my, my hairstyling, and it was your wardrobe, and it was a, a photographer that I set you up with, or whether it was a group shoot that you attended, and there was a professional photographer, but I was your hairstylist, and I provided the wardrobe, whatever the combination is, as long as it's my work, if, if, if there's one picture posted or 200, if half of the work you're posting or have posted or 90% of it or all of it, 100% of it involves me, yes, I'm going to look. I mean, who wouldn't? I mean, let's use logic. This is what I mean. You know, I think about the intelligence level of people and I wonder you know, honestly, I'm not, I'm not trying to put anybody down, but I wonder how they exist sometimes because it's like, where's, where's the common sense on that? If it's a company that I used to work for a company that I'm working with now, if it's a photographer that I used to work with years ago or a photographer that I have, I'm working with, but I haven't seen or a photographer that I worked with a week ago. Whatever the situation is, if there are images of me that are posted, one image or a hundred, you know, uh, 50% of the work that they're posting or a hundred percent is about me. You, you think I'm not going to look? Obviously I'm going to look, Hey, the same person that tells me this, this, this immature statement frame of mind Um, is the same person that I can guarantee you still looks at my pages 
because their work with me is still posted there. Haven't posted anything new, but I guarantee you they still look. And not only because of that, but because they worked with me before. I used to be their personal stylist. I used to be their manager. I used to be their publicist and get them published. I used to, used to, used to. We used to work together. I guarantee you, they still look at my work, period, and make it a purpose to look. Second of all, when people are posting things on their page and then they share it to other pages or groups and it's of my work, like, I'm not going to see that. Duh. <laughs> I mean, who's, who's even trying to look? Nobody. I purposely unfollowed a page of somebody who was just not listening to a single thing I had to say. And the advice and the examples that I was showing them. And I was like, I don't even want to see this anymore. I still end up seeing my work, images that I own of shoots that were done at my home, my clothing, my hairstyling, okay? Post it on pages that I follow. So I'm not even trying to look. Hello? It's being posted. It's being shared. I see it. Just like people who see me post something and then share it to all these pages and groups, you're going to see it, obviously. It may make you even want to go to the page to see what else is going on, just like anyone else, to visit my page, you know, where it was originally posted. But to tell me who asked me to look, are we in, I mean, isn't, is that high school? It's like middle school. Who asked me to look? I mean, I don't think that I need a graved invitation or a handwritten scroll invitation by horse carriage, you know, with my knight in shining armor on it, inviting me to go out for dinner in the woods. I mean, come on. I'm pretty sure I don't need an invitation to look at my own work. That is published because it's called published when you put stuff on Facebook on a public page and posted for everyone to see, including me. It's my work. I'm not going to look. Come on. Someone has a page with several images of you. Someone has a page with mainly images of just you. Someone has a page and every single image is of you. You're not going to look because you don't work with them anymore? That's absolutely ludicrous. That, that's not common sense. That is ignorance because you're not using common sense. I mean, you don't need an invitation to go look at something that you worked hard on. Especially when the, the majority of everything on that page is your work. Come on now, please. You know, I worked with a photographer five years ago and I'm still going to post the work if I love it. I'm going to credit them and I'm not going to alter an image unless I was originally given permission to alter an image. I don't care, again, if it is five years down the line. And everything that I've talked about is logical. Everything that I've said are facts and make sense. And it's like, when I say time limits don't void out things, neither do your emotions, especially your emotions. 
It just doesn't happen. Like I said, that one photographer that's in like the dusty ages and it's, you know, when photographers weren't even advertising or promoting online because there was no online. So, you know, you print up some business cards or some flyers, you make a, a huge picture and, and blow it up and put it in your, your, your studio window making, you know, uh, flyers or brochures to send out to companies, to clients. And then, of course, you're not crediting the model. Just like, in, you know, you're not going to see the model's name or photographer on a major ad. But that's because somebody bought the rights, and within the rights, they are agreeing that there will not be credited right directly on the image. And when they're posting about having a sale and they use an image that obviously a photographer took and there was a model in, they're not crediting the model of photographer. That's in that type of advertising and promotion and marketing. That's a different area. Um, in this day and age, photographers that are posting online that are catering to the public usually don't post pictures of a model and just say, taking bookings and don't even name the model. It just... Like I said, that's kind of the Stone Age way of thinking. And this isn't a company or a business like a clothing company or a, a company offering products. You know, this is like a photographer that doesn't have a studio address, you know, and a studio building, things like that. Um, am I happy with that? No, it's been years and it still irks me. I don't even look anymore because it, it bothers me. And it's the same couple of pictures. It's nothing new. And they were posted so long ago. But it's like my name is nowhere to be found. I'm offended by that. I think it's unprofessional. I stopped looking. They're not sharing those pictures everywhere for me to see. And <laughs> frankly, they own the images. So what can I do? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. There's a company that I recently started doing product modeling for um they sent me all this stuff they've been fantastic they've supported they've supported what i've posted and out of everything that i've done i think they posted two pictures out of oh my god i did so much work but it was fun i got all these great products for my hair i got great content for my fans and just to you know continue to brush up on my skills as being a social media influencer and getting into a normal routine of producing content like on a daily basis it's a lot of work um but they chose two pictures that they've posted and they didn't name me they didn't credit me on either one of them i'm not offended at all why uh because in advertising that's how it works with companies this is totally different than a photographer that's local that has no studio um, that's catering and advertising to the public and just saying, hey, taking bookings now, you know, book your appointment today, no credit to me and all of my work, nothing, none of it. What can I do? Absolutely nothing. Um, I can stop looking, but it's like very few pictures on that page and it's so long ago that they posted them. And again, I don't own the rights, so case closed. But for somebody to say who asked you to look or no one asked you to look, let's grow up. You know, it's just like somebody going around telling lies 
for no reason. I'm still trying to figure it out, like, to tell me that you're not going to use any images that I've taken of you on social media. Um, why, when it's a total lie, a bull, you, you got caught. Again, this seems to be the same person that just keeps getting caught up in negative things. And it's like, you look, you should be ashamed of yourself. Honestly, why lie? I've just never understood lying. I've just never understood lying. I, I don't like lying. I'm not like, I hate liars and there's no way a good person could ever lie. No, that's not that serious. Little white lies, all this bullshit, you know, I just don't like lying, you know. Uh, I believe in indulging things, you know. Um, and yeah, I mean, I've told somebody they looked nice in something that they didn't necessarily look great in or something I didn't think looked great on them but I would never just say oh that looks fabulous and tell a bold-faced lie how are you gonna sit up there and tell me that you're not going to use any of the images I I'm just assuming it has to be I mean I'm trying to use common sense here and logic clear everyday average logic it's like obviously that was supposed to hurt my feelings but it didn't okay let's say it hurt my feelings, which it did not. So now that I see that you are using them, I'm supposed to be happy? No, you're a liar. You, you're, you, you've lied, and you're, you are now a liar to me. Do I care either way? No. You have my permission to use the images. I've said it. You have my permission. Do what you want. Don't alter them, and don't post them without listing credits. I don't care if it is a profile picture, and you think you think capital letters, quote-unquote, that I can't see, and I can see it. Plus, there are, there are so many other ways, so please, don't get caught up lying, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And don't get caught up altering images that you don't own, because you will get caught up. Like I said, there is no limit on me owning the copy, the photography copyrights to images that I've taken. There's no limit. And to prove it, the law was passed in 1976. Come on now. I mean, that proves right there. Because, hello, there was no internet. There was no Facebook. And yet, that is still a huge law. And Facebook is honoring it. I filed my very first copyright infringement report for a picture photography copyright infringement report for a picture that I own my very first one on an image that I took mm, probably about a year ago I Facebook always suggests that you email that person and contact them and ask them and I also read many blogs on this when people are telling you what they did and giving you suggestions and they say contact that person or comment, you know, asking them to remove this image. Well, I did. I even explained why it was not okay. I showed examples of exactly what I see and an example of what they have done to alter the image versus what the actual edited image looked like. I don't know how long it took. It was about six Six or eight hours, boom, image was removed. Facebook is siding with copyright infringement laws 
that were passed, that was passed in 1976. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, that was like 40 years ago, <laughs> more than 40 years ago. So this is what I'm saying. You can forget terms, go back and read them. You can have a crappy phone and you don't know how to use it or, or you don't know how to use it and you don't know how to save images or use images from your phone um, from Dropbox that were in high resolution. You don't know how to save them in high resolution. You're not willing to find out why. You're not willing to just use your laptop. You want to blame it on someone else that is an administrator of your page. Well, pass the information along to them. Make sure that they understand what they're doing. And it's like everything else that's involved with that. You know, your emotions being forgetful, how much time has passed, has nothing to do with laws, has nothing to do with contracts, it has nothing to do with people who own images deciding, hey, you know what, I've had it. This, it could be a year, it could be years later, and unfortunately, it can be based upon emotions. I had, again, this is my famous story, I never did anything to alter an image, never listed a single image without listing credit, and I believe there was two images only posted, two. Eight, nine months later, it was like, damn near a year later, here we go, Facebook removes both pictures. Why? because the person who owned them decided to be emotional all that time later. I had never even shared the images that I posted. They were posted, it seemed like for a year, and there was very few of them, like, like I said, like two images, if I'm not mistaken. No contact with this photographer whatsoever. After we decided not to work together, they get a stick up their butt, <laughs> they get a bug up their butt, Oh, I, you know, Diana Prince is succeeding and she's happy and she's working with all these people. I'm going to go ahead and report these two pictures. Just boom, bada bang, bada boom, bada bing, right out of, right out of the blue. I am no longer able to use those images. Okay, that's fine. But I list credit, yes. Did I alter the images? Not at all. Had I even reused them, reposted them, reshared them? Nope. Bottom line is, doesn't matter how much time goes on, the photographer owns the copyrights unless they give it to you in writing, period. So you can lie and say you're not going to use images and still use them. I don't care. You think I don't see them, I do. You can post images that I've asked you specifically not to post in low resolution. You can keep images posted that I've asked you to remove because the resolution is so low that it makes the image look horrible. You can forget the terms of our contract. You can be emotional over how we ended our business relationship. None of that has anything to do with copyrights. None of that has anything to do with someone continuing to use the work. Obviously, I'm gonna continue to post some of my best styling as our models going to continue to post images that they love that I was every bit of a part of.
just like photographers are going to use images and post images of me that they own years down the line. This is just a part of how it's going to be, just like companies, companies that hire models and use content for years to come. And that model isn't even modeling, hasn't modeled a day since that last shoot years ago. Images are still going to be posted. Images are still going to be used, especially by the people who own them because they did not get into an agreement with someone to do all of these things, to not be able to showcase their own work. I mean, if I really had that bad of a falling out with someone, I may choose not to show any of our work, no matter how much I adore it. But adoring it is an emotion and having hatred for someone so much where I don't want to use our work is another emotion. So again, I'm not trying to focus on emotions. I own the images. If I want to share them, I'll share them. If I want to post them years later, I'll post them. If I want to check up on a page that has 90%, a solid 90% or a hundred freaky percent of my work, I have, that's my prerogative. I have every right to do that. And it's not about curiosity, killed the cat. Who isn't going to look at their previous work? Hello, duh. There are girls that I worked with years ago, only once or twice. I can think of like two in particular that I worked with like two times. One lives in San Diego. One lives here in Las Vegas. Um, I think they did pinup shoots just for fun, which they had. And we're still connected on social media, but they have yet to do any pinup shoots. It's both of them, actually, now that I think of it, they're both in burlesque. They're both professional burlesque performers. Like, this is what they do for their living. And they're constantly performing. And like I said, I only worked with both of them like two times. Both pleasant experiences, connected with both of them on on on. Instagram and Facebook. I rarely ever speak to them. Whenever I see their work, I always show it support. There are times it pops up in my news feed. There are times I have went, which is rare, but because I usually don't think about it. I don't have that much time, but there are times, yes, I have seen a picture of theirs and I've went to their profile on Instagram or their page just to see what they're doing. And they're doing like all of these fabulous things with all of these people. Why wouldn't I want to look? You know, we're not even working together at all. And I'm still showing their work with other people's support. And on the occasion that they do post something of our work from two years ago or five years ago, I'm always going to show support if I see it, of course. And whenever I post images, I'm going to always list credits of the model. Like I said, if, if, if it's that bad, then I just won't post the images at all. That solves the problem. But I'm never going to post an image without get listing credits of my client, of the model, of the photographer that I worked with or they worked with. You know, I'm never going to alter images that I don't. People see me alter images and think, oh, I can. No, I got permission. I have an ongoing business relationship with that photographer or the one photo shoot we did 
I asked permission to alter and they said yes. Bottom line, I asked. You know, they, they could have said no, they didn't. There's a difference. There's, that's, that's the one big thing. And I just cannot deal with people's emotions. One minute, you're not going to post a single image of any pictures that I've taken of you. Days later, boom, your profile picture. And then on, t- you know, tad insult to injury, you alter it, you add a, 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 some Photoshop. Man, I'm telling you, done, done, done It's like, it's a done deal. I'm just over it. Just reminds me why I'm so glad that I don't have my academy anymore. Um, but yeah, I just want to bring some logic to the, to the girl. I'll be nice to the gal who said no one asked me to look. Uh, hello. 90% of the pictures that you're posting are of my work. And you are altering images, making my work look like shit. Yeah, I'm going to look. Duh. (laughs) And then you're sharing it to pages that I follow. And I see it. And I'm mortified. Yeah. Now you've given me a reason to go really look and see what's going on. Period. Why? Because I own the images. Why? Even if I didn't. And other photographers took them. My styling, my clothes, my house, (laughs) my photo shoot that I set up. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to look because you know what? People look at their work. They want to see what's being done to their work. They want to see where their work is being posted and who's looking at it. That's with everyone. There's no time limit. And like I said, forgetfulness, emotions, no. How you ended your business working relationship with someone? No. None of that has anything to do with release forms and contracts. And like wasting my time telling lies. It's just foolishness. It's just, it's so immature. It's like, what, how old are you? I mean, I don't get that. I really don't. Because my emotions are done. You know, it's like... (laughs) No name calling, no cursing, no, it's just like, done. You know, so, I don't know. I I just say keep that in mind in case anybody's, in case anybody out there is listening. But yeah, I do want to thank Facebook for following photography, copyright, infringement laws and implementing the repercussions and the consequences for when people break them. I, I can tell you right now, the model who walked away from me owing me money and still has the page that I set up there and all of the images that I was involved in, the page is going to be taken away. I'm pretty sure of that, but I'm definitely sure images where I was a photographer are going to be removed. It's going to happen um, because I have the right to do it. And it's like a slap in the face. You didn't respect me enough to pay me. You didn't respect me enough to pay me on time. And an entire year has passed and you have not reached out to give me a single dime. And yet you still have the images posted? No, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that because um, we're talking about management fees that, you know, services rendered. This was something that I provided a service for. And 
why am I going to allow you to use images that I own? You paid for styling. Yes, you did. And you got it. And um, you owe me money for all of these other things. So, no, now I'm going to deny rights of usage of my images. And I think people need to really think about that because I know how difficult it, it is to end business relationships on a positive note all the time. It's impossible. It's almost impossible. You know, it really depends on the people that you're working with and what you're doing and what you're involved in was their contracts, you know, but it's just, it's in everybody's best interest to just make a clean break and end things the best way you can. And always remember that the contracts and releases that you sign still apply. Always remember that laws that are still a law, they currently apply. You know, take your emotions Go to your friends, go to your family, go to your spouse, as we all do, and deal with your emotions with them. Because, you know, the laws are the laws, and it's like, believe me, for every negative reaction, there is going to be a reaction. I mean, for every negative action, I'm sorry, there's going to be a reaction, period. I mean, undoubtedly, there just will be. In business, you do something that's negative, people are going to react. You can do something that's positive and you may not get a reaction, but I guarantee you, if you do something negative and you mess with somebody's money, you mess with somebody's time, you mess with somebody's work and their livelihood and their business and or all of the above and their reputation, um, there there's going to be a reaction. So let's not act brand new. Let's not um, be surprised. Let's not uh, think that forgetfulness is going to be an excuse or your ill will towards me voids out everything that's in a contract. I mean, let's keep it wise, not focus every single thing around and upon your emotions. I mean, most likely that's the reason why I stopped working with you in the first place. So let's not act brand new. Let's not act surprised. Let's use clear logic. And, you know, if you want to use the images, just follow the rules or don't use the images. Bottom line. So I'm going to end this because I've got like a minute and a half left. And I'm actually excited to start my day because, like I said, I wasn't feeling that great. But I do my podcast so I can focus. And I do have my work cut out for me today online. Mainly um, just like editing and stuff. But I do have some actual online work to do. And I have a model here tomorrow at 8 a.m. I had a model here yesterday at 8 a.m. So today's my break and I have so much to do. I hope everybody has a great weekend to come. I think it's Friday. So I think I'm so tired. Um, So TGIF for everybody who will be enjoying their weekend off. Think about me because I'll be working and I'll see all of you guys on social media. Thank you so much for the support of my podcast. This has been Pinup Talk with host Diana Prince. Ciao.